Weekend mornings with Glenn Van Zutphen. Replay from Money FM 89.3. Weekend mornings with Glenn Van Zutphen on Money FM 89.3. We have a, a wonderful guest with us today, Brett Husky, the Director of Resort Operations for Tolunas Resorts. Brett, welcome to Money FM this morning. Good morning, Glenn. Great, great to be with you and Neil this morning. Great to have you here. And, uh, you know, Tolunas has got the private island, you've got the family resort uh, just in the Riau Islands. As the crow flies about 50 kilometers from Singapore. That's correct. Uh, takes a little bit longer. You've got to take a couple of boats to get there, a couple of ferries to get there. Tell us, tell us uh, what's happening at uh, Tolunas these days. What's, what's interesting and exciting there? Well, we've had some uh, new developments that we're uh, creating. We've got some new three bedroom units out at the Tolunas Beach Resort, nice. which is really great for for uh, larger families or, uh, you know, the multi-generational families that, hmm. that tend to gather these days or or for two or three couples that might like to be uh, traveling together. So we've got that going on. We also have uh, some new uh, villas that are being developed up on the private island that uh, will be ready probably sometime next year. Very exclusive private plunge pools up uh, up on the side of the hill of the of the island with wow. some great ocean views. I, I bet the view is amazing up there. Huh? It really is. It really is. Yeah. It's nice to get that extra height, and it's going to be facing the sunset, of yep. course. Yep. It's very important. Now, I've taken my family out there several times. Uh, we've had wonderful vacations over the years. And, Neil, you were just there several weeks ago. Yeah. Well, and you had a great experience, too. Well, this is one of the reasons I was so keen to get Brett on the show, because I met Brett there at the resort anyway. And as I said on the show previously, you get the first boat to Batam, takes about 45 minutes. Then you get the second boat from Batam to the private islands. It's part of the Riau Islands, as you mentioned, mm. 50 kilometers south of Singapore. couple of observations. One, the further to the south you go, the more the islands dissipate. So you get this idea that you really are alone, just you in the ocean. <laughs> That's the wonderful thing. And the second thing, as I said before, it's the first impressions of the island that, that really mesmerized me in the sense that I was on this second boat and I was saying, okay, I've been on this boat quite, not a long time, but enough time. This island better be spectacular. <laughs> because you're on that second boat over an hour, I, yeah, generally, right? The second yeah. boat, yeah. you know, I want isolation. I want privacy. I want exclusivity. I want to be part of nature. It better be spectacular. <laughs> and my word, Brett, it was. So that was my first impression. What was your first impression when you saw these islands? Well, certainly the overwater accommodations are really what uh, attracted me. I, yeah. I love the water personally. Yeah. I like the ocean. And and uh, so that really was sort of stunning mm. in this remote environment. And so uh, that's, what, that's what really that and the, the color and the clarity of the water, of course, uh, it, it just it's just a really special location. So yeah. that's, that's what really interested me. Brett, you've been in host, hotel and hospitality for, for over 20 years. You worked at the Sheridan Hyatt Hotels in Hawaii and in Aspen, Key West, Austin, so many places. And and you've just come out here what, in the last probably four or five months, right? Four months or so? Uh, eight months. Actually. Eight months, excuse yeah, me. Yeah. Sorry. And and what, what has been your impression uh, coming into this brand new environment for you in terms of hospitality uh, and especially coming to a very niche and, and high end resort like Tolunas. Yes. Uh, well, just living internationally has some interesting <laughs> twists to it that uh, is different. Uh, having lived in Hawaii, 
helped a little bit, but it's still very different living yeah. internationally. Yeah. And coming to the resort and being involved in a resort that's interested in more than just financial benefit, but having uh, the employees being such an important part of what we want to develop and uh, also spending time uh, with them educating the env uh, the environmental concerns that that exist in the islands and to to share with them give them opportunities to learn English uh, to to uh, be promoted within our system to be in management positions uh, are all things that were attractive to me that was different mm. than uh, working in what I would call more traditional mm. uh, lodging yes. situations. Well, you, uh, well, that was the thing that attracted me. You know, I've written several books, both for children and adults, about the environment and the need to improve our sustainability. And it's certainly the most eco-friendly resort I have ever seen. And the work you do with the indigenous community, the Indonesian islanders, is fantastic. So maybe just for the benefit of listeners who haven't been there or are not familiar with it, I mean, tell us a bit about how eco-friendly this resort really is. Well, uh, we, we, we recycle everything we possibly can, and not only at the resorts, but we have a trash buyback program hmm. from the surrounding islands so Amazing. the villagers can sell us the trash and the right? recycling. Huh. We just started this. And then we will take it and sell it to Batam. So we're sort of the middleman, and it's basically a break-even for us, but what's most important is the activity, that we get that thought going, that we want to be cleaning the environment, we want to be paying special attention, we want to get the recycling going. So those are that's, that's some of it. The other part is uh, establishing mangroves uh, so the guests and employees get involved in planting mangroves around the islands to help uh, sort of maintain and protect the island is what the mangrove yeah. do. Um, so those are things that people can participate in, different from kayaking and stand-up paddleboarding, which is all great to yeah. do. But if, if guests want to push a little further into doing something different environmentally or culturally, visiting some of the islands and uh, some of those towns and villages that uh, they can meet with the local people and, and yeah. just experience that yeah. culture. Two years ago, uh, when my family and I went, I took my, my son and my daughter, and my son was eight at the time, and we went out, there was a mangrove planting uh, exercise happening. Oh, and we were part of a group of about 10 people that planted about 200 mangrove saplings. Mm -hmm. And then just last year, we went back again and we went back to that area because that's also the area where the turtles nest. Right. So we were over there seeing the turtles that had just hatched on the private island. And we were amazed to see how much those mangroves had grown just in a year. Uh, you know, and that they're not fully grown, obviously, but they really were starting to shoot up. And, and to see that happened really, you know, made us feel good. And, you know, Indonesia suffers from the single-use plastic scourge yes. that so many places do yep. in, in our part of the world. And and the Riau Islands are, are not exempt from it. But to, to see that you guys are really trying to make a positive difference um, in that perspective, as well as the mangroves, as well as the turtles, um, you know, because it's easy for the islanders to take the turtle eggs and sell them. They do, you know, because they, they, they need to make money, right, to survive. And just to add on to that, uh, Brett, what I find fascinating is you told me you make a concerted effort to work with the local community and to exactly. employ the local community. So you're doing two things. You're providing employment and you're also spreading awareness about the environment as well. Would that be correct? Yeah, exactly. And it's the employees, while they're at the resorts and we're practicing these uh, environmental issues, then they, when they go back to their villages, they're thinking, huh, maybe, maybe this is something we could do. And 
We encourage that. We are willing to partner. We're not going to go in and do it for any of the uh, any of the villagers, but anybody that's interested will help pilot a program with them and get it started. Uh, from environmental to even development, if we'll help with road development or uh, yeah. need to dig a well, or uh, but the environmental is a key one, and it, it it'll take some time to to get traction. But we've yeah. seen it already in a couple villages where there are trash containers now, and the roads are clean. Yeah, and, that's great, and so that's encouraging to see that. Uh, we're we're having some success. It's kind of the ripple the ripple effects yeah. that that yeah. goes through there, which is yeah. so important. And you know, one of the n- things that Neil alluded to earlier in talking about taking the boat from uh, generally from Sekupong Seku- yes um, over to Talunas was you know it takes uh, well we've we've done it in less than an hour. We've done it in about forty five or fifty minutes, but yours was a, a little over an hour, I think, yeah. Neil, when you went. Depends, I guess, on the currents and how many people in the boats and all that. Sure. Um, but one of the one of the amazing things is is as you are sitting on that. 45-minute or hour-long boat ride, you are transported back into time as you oh, go by these yeah. Indonesian fishing villages. <laughs> exactly. And it's just, it it takes you out of Singapore. And the towns and the villages get progressively smaller yeah. and smaller and smaller. So you are literally in a DeLorean time machine. You, know? you feel like Doc Brown is going to pop up because you literally go through the decades, don't yeah. you? You start off in 2019. You leave Batam, parts of Batam are a little bit older, so you feel like you're going back maybe 10, 20 years. Then the further south you go, the more remote, the more isolated, the more rustic it becomes. I mean, it's just wonderful, isn't it? Yes, it really is. And uh, we we hope that that's what guests really enjoy and embrace when they, you know, when they come out, that they feel that, that getting detached from technology because, as we all know, we're, we don't provide Wi-Fi or television there because we want people to spend time with those that they came to the resort with, whether it's family or friends. We want them to, to really spend time to, to, to get to know one another again, yeah. so to speak, and uh, that, that phone can get us distracted oftentimes. And, uh, and you know what? It's so true. I didn't miss it because I'm a news guy. I mean, yeah, by, yeah. By, it's in my blood. Yeah. Um, and, and and several things happened while I was at Tulunas. I mean, Robert Mugabe died while I was at <laughs> Tulunas, and all these things that I thought were important, they wasn't. It, it didn't matter after the yeah. first night. I didn't care about the phone. I didn't wonder about the phone. I even just turned it off completely. There was sure. no need to have it. I didn't want the Wi-Fi. I didn't crave it. All of the things that I thought were important, in inverted commas, wasn't. And you know what the the thing that I got from it most? My timetable followed nature's timetable. I had no alarm clock while I stayed at Tulunas. And Mm. I said this to Glenn. I was waking up with the sun. And after the sun went down, I was pretty much exhausted (laughs) because it was a full day of activities with nature, swimming and snorkeling and so on. So I was waking up without an alarm clock earlier than I wake up in Singapore Mm -hmm. with an alarm clock. Mm -hmm. I was waking up with the sun. It Mm. was glorious. Mm. I was swimming in the ocean just after sunrise. You know, I was having uh, bonfires on the beach just after sunset. Your whole day is dictated on very simple terms. You follow Mother Nature, yeah. and I think it's glorious. With uh, with Brett Husky, Director of Resort Operations at Tulunas uh, in the Riau Islands. And Brett, there's, there are two experiences that people can have. The private island, which is, has the overwater bungalows and soon to have the, the bungalows up on the on the side of the hill with the, with the plunge pools. Uh, and then there's the family resort on the other side, which is, uh, I would argue, larger. It has a big, long beach. And um, and, and you're, you're providing two very different experiences. But the one thing that I think is consistent 
for me has been the quality of the food, right? Mm. So everybody in Singapore is worried about the food, right, and concerned about that. And and I've just found that your Indonesian uh, cooks there are, are really just amazing, for, you know, doing local dishes, but in a way that is very um, welcoming to anybody who is is there and and, and you know maybe isn't used to eating Indonesian food. Right. And and that's something we, we really focus on because uh, there are no other restaurant <laughs> options to go to. We're that remote. Sure. Uh, we've had, I've had conversations before where I've been asked, well, are there other restaurants we can go? I said, yeah. oh, no, no, no. We, we, we need to... You're it. I need to, I need to explain <laughs> where, where we, what we're dealing with here. It's, it, yeah. You want to get into this remote uh, situation. So yeah. we're providing all of the meals at the Tulunas Beach Resort, uh, which is the original resort, uh, all of the meals are buffet style, yeah. and then at the private island, they are uh, plated. Island, you have uh, three choices to yeah. choose from, and they're plated. Um, but we work a lot on the food and beverage to try and change up uh, menu items throughout uh, throughout the the year, and mm, uh, mm. and it, it's important because. Food's important to everybody. You know, we like to like yeah. to enjoy good food, especially when you're on vacation. You want to uh, sure. have some nice meals, and so uh, that's something we yeah. we spend a lot of time on. Brett, if people want to find you, where where can they find out more information about Tulunas? To, uh, uh, TulunasResorts.com, of course, on the website, Facebook, Instagram. Uh, please come and visit, and uh, you know, we'd love to love to see you out there. Awesome. And I just briefly want to say. Happy birthday, because it was your birthday a couple of days <laughs> oh, ago. Oh, happy birthday. And this is very relevant to Money FM listeners, oh. because we do so many segments on careers, don't yeah, we? Career yeah. advice, <laughs> midterm career changes. Now, the gentleman beside me, he won't mind me saying he turned 65, correct? Yes. A couple of days ago. Now, most in Singapore, we are obsessed, Glenn, aren't we, with retirement. Every second word is retirement, retirement, retirement. Here is a man, 65, a life in hotels and hospitality. I just want to know what that, just for the benefit of our listeners, what was that call like? You know, you're approaching your 65th birthday and you get the call. Would you like to go to a resort you've never been to in a country you've never li- Had you been to Indonesia previously? Uh, on a honeymoon 31 years okay, prior, so but so just a like, quick stop right, in so Bali. You've you been to Indonesia <laughs> so for 30 for... years, barely briefly. <laughs> what was that call like and what made you say yes at 65 years of age? Well, actually, uh, I talked with Mike and Eric, the owners, mm. uh, a couple times uh, over a th- almost a two and a half year period because right. I wasn't sure I was hearing it because <laughs> it was a big deal. Of course. Uh, but... We kept having conversations, and the more I thought about, the more I learned about it. I just wanted to do something different at the, you know, be at the last uh, part of my career. And when I learned about what we've just been talking about, how different these resorts are and what's important to them, um, it just struck me as something I wanted to be able to be involved with a sustainable operation in an area where we can give back yeah. to the people in the community. And uh, after spending some time here, uh, just falling in love with the Indonesian people and yeah. they're just so uh, wonderful and friendly and helpful when I'm trying to learn my Bahasa Indonesia. <laughs> <laughs> they're, they're, they're helping. The 65 from yeah, scratch. Yeah, that's a, that was another thing that was sort of a... Uh, a, a mind road, bender. Uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> or a roadblock initially. And uh, yeah. But we've worked through that and uh, just feel like 
you know, that'll all come along in time. And uh, we're just not regretting it one bit at all. It's a little bit challenging, needless to say. Yeah. But uh, uh, it's awful nice to have Singapore on the doorstep to run over here every once in a while. Sure. Too. Such an inspirational story. Awesome. Age is just a number. Just yes. a number. Exactly. Uh, Brett Husky, Director of Resort Operations at Tulunas. Thanks so much for being with us on Weekend Mornings. Thank you. To listen to more great interviews, download our podcasts at moneyfm893.sg or download the SPH Radio app available on Google Play or the App Store.